Coming live from Warren Bay in Victoria, Australia is our guest this morning. Welcome to this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live, the show which ensures that you profit from your time spent here with experts, either through their industry insights, information, or simply learning from them. And today we have Kylie Mort, multi-award winning author and, and a free app creator. Welcome to the show, Kylie. Thank you, AJ. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you for coming on to the show. And we'll be talking about how children's books can empower families. Uh, Kylie, you have been an Amazon best-selling author with multiple award-winning publications. And you have also developed a free app. So exactly first, you know, and this how to write with Kylie Moore. What exactly inspired you to uh, make this particular app? It means you know a bit about apps and then instead of make, making money with that app, you have made it free. So a bit of background on this particular thing that will actually show the type of person who is who you are and who is trying to make a difference in this world. Yeah, thanks, AJ. I um I developed the app after I've been a school teacher for about 20 years now. Um, I've been a private tutor for a decade. And with all of the um, change that went on through the last couple of years, I became an online tutor when I thought I never would. It was always about being face-to-face -face with the young people. It was about reading exactly what they needed as a unique young person. But then, of course, with the lockdowns and the shutdowns and all of that kind of thing, I had to adapt and I had to teach online. Um, and through doing that, I did a little bit of extra study on reading body language, reading facial movements, that kind of thing, and found that you can still teach to a very personalized individual way um, through using these kind of mediums. And so with that kind of thing, I'm now a full-time online tutor now. I don't do any face-to-face -face classes anymore, which really made my audience and my av availability to young people a lot wider because I can go, you know, across Australia now, which I do. Um, and then after that change, I thought, well, how else can I make my tutoring um, available to even more people? Because there's only one of me um, and I can only tutor for so many hours in the day. So it was very much just trying to download everything I do with children when I teach them how to write essays, how to analyse books, how to study literature. How can I get that in a format where it doesn't matter if I'm physically with them or not, they can still have my experience, my knowledge and the, the processes that I talk children through. Right, right, Kylie. Now, in terms of, you know, children's book, uh, firstly, before that, Kylie, you are also a qualified and registered school teacher, yoga teacher, performance coach, focused on holistic coaching. So one mm -hmm. is the children part of the thing. What is it then one would understand? Who is Kylie Mort? What she does exactly beyond creating a free app for children, for whoever wants to use that, and also as a multi-award uh, multi winning author, beyond that you are several things. So how, what would, should people understand who is Kylie Mort? So definitely if I try to package it all up, I'm a holistic coach that tries to help 
individuals become their best selves. And that's why I work with people right down through junior primary school. I work with um, high school students. I work with university students, adults even. All I'm trying to do is take all of the, the knowledge and experience that I've gathered through my career and help people to be whatever it is that they aspire to be. Um, and that's where the book came into it as well, because my book is very much marketed at a, a younger audience that needs the support of the adults around them, that needs that network of support that's, that helps them to open the communication channels and um, really understand that it's okay to to be an individual, to have your own feelings, your own fears and that kind of thing. And there's always somebody available, an adult available that can then help you work through those kind of things. So with my holistic coaching, it stems from the fact that firstly, I studied education and literature and history and became a school teacher. Then I went back to university to study psychology after I I dabbled in the in the coaching world through performance coaching, um, hypnosis, NLP, which is neuro-linguistic programming, dabbled in all these pseudosciences and then just went, well, you know what, I should just go back and actually study psychology. So, and at the same time, doing yoga, really delving into the yoga therapy behind it and how you can, you can be best supporting people by looking at not just their academia, not just their their schoolwork, but developing people holistically, holistically, mind, body, soul, put it all together, find out what it is that makes them tick and how to best work to their challenges and their strengths. And, and also about uh, as an apprentice diesel mechanic studying yes. at the Yeah, about that, because there's a certain reason I'm asking about this aspect of, you know, great aspects of your personality of what what you are doing what exactly is that yeah that that's a little bit of a an outlier isn't it um i i um i recently became a diesel mechanic i'm only first year i've, I've nearly finished my first year of my diesel mechanic apprenticeship um and that's because uh, my husband tom is an expert diesel mechanic he is amazing um and we again through the through the pandemic through the shutdowns and the lockdowns um we shut down um a very big company and we made it very small um and i've been helping him in that company for 20 years now and i thought you know what i might as well just get my ticket and become a diesel mechanic too uh because i as you, you may have noticed from all of the different avenues that i've studied i'm a little bit obsessed with with studying i love studying i love learning new things and diesel mechanic doesn't really fit into holistic coach but it does really help with you know with with my own personal life as you know a wife and and someone who supports my husband um why not know even more about his job right right kylie the reason i asked was you know just to understand how an individual it's the time you know people have different uh, different capabilities in themselves and they are recognizing it more in these modern times not like earlier days when you had just one thing and you had to just keep on doing one thing now you can experiment you can learn and you can skill and reskill learn unlearn and continue to make the best out of what you are as an individual as a professional and whatever you want to become so that 
is very important, especially from a women empowerment point of view, especially in a country like India, not only in India, but a lot of other places. And it also gives an insight into the minds of people there in the other part of the world in a place like Australia. Now, a lot of people who will be listening to this, seeing this particular show would also understand it's okay to be good at many things. And then you also how to utilize all those things together to make the best of what you can of this life that we have got. So that was the whole and whole reason because I was quite fascinated by several things. And the most important part is learning. Your learning does not end with your school degree, college degree or anything. It has to continue beyond that and make it. And you got to make your learning relevant for the times with the times. So now that's the reason. And now coming back to the children's book. Uh, how do you think, you know, is the trend nowadays in terms of children's book? A lot of children are now going towards online games. Gaming industry is booming and it's all so much of dependent on children. And my understanding is that uh, parents will have to take extra effort to make their children go towards reading books, whether children's book and as they grow up, uh, more towards literature. So what is the trend that you are seeing there? Because what children does also impacts family in general. Yeah, Ajay, that's a really great point with, it's actually, I was, I was talking to another um, interviewer this morning about the fact that we live in a world that is just so obsessed with movement and energy and frenetic pace of everything. And even when we're relaxing, we're still staring at a screen. We're still mindlessly absorbing movement and energy. And I think that with a lot of young people, finding the time to just be still and be present and understand their own emotions, it's its really missing in a lot of young people's lives because everything is always so busy and so scheduled. And I definitely, um, I, I would love this, this children's book to be an educational resource. I'm really promoting it as an educational resource where it can be a platform for discussion where little people and their their network, the group of adults around them, can can use this to to connect and discuss important issues about you know mental health and and development and letting the little people understand their their unique importance and the ability to understand their own emotions and respond to them instead of just reacting and being carried away by emotion um, and giving the children the language to express their emotions and and be understood and supported by the people around them. Right, right. Now, there is a very close uh, relationship between children, books, children's books and uh, families. Even when I used to read comics earlier, when I was a child, my family also used to read those same comics and they used to find it interesting, especially my father and my grandfather at the same time. So I understand how these things work. But for a larger audience, for their understanding, uh, what is your, what would you like to tell them how deeply it impacts how what your children are reading and exactly others are also uh, reading the same thing or trying to understand the same thing? And how exactly does it empower others in the family? 
Yeah, I think it's it's definitely a really important point, AJ, that a, a book is a, a tangible connection that little people can make with their with their carers, with their parents, with family members. Um, and it's about so much more than just reading. I mean, we've, we've all gone through the process of, you know, when we were children, we had to do our readers and we had to learn how to read. But I think that what is so much more critical is that connection with the young person um, and, and, you know, slowing down and stopping and saying, okay, you know, the world might be hectic and busy and, and I might be really busy too, but this is your time. This is time for us to, to, to get together, to have that connection and to, for the young person really to be heard. Because I think that um, a lot of young people, and I, and I write from my own experiences as a young person, um, and then later through um, you know, through my psychological studies, um, reflecting back on my own childhood and, and the importance of parents being available to young people um, to to show them that, that they matter through listening, properly listening to the young person. Um, and, and parents taking that time to sit down with a tangible, physical children's story read the story with them, discuss the themes, talk about what comes up for the young person. Um, and this is why I, being the literature teacher, uh, I wrote a free study guide to go with the book, and which is freely available on my website, um, can be downloaded on PDF. Um, it's nine pages that just works through all of the literary devices and themes and all of that kind of thing that I wrote the story with all of that kind of educational data in mind. And it's not that every parent can understand all of those educational, you know, the meta language and all of that kind of thing. But there's activities in that study guide that will help a young person to open up to their big people. Um, you know, there's there's a section where there's a monster in the book. The monster is dragging them away. That's the antagonist. That's the, you know, the thoughts and the emotions that the little person just can't control that are maybe too big, too dominant, too powerful. Um, and if they're a junior reader, it could be that they draw that monster. They draw what it looks like. Or for an older person uh, and, you know, you know, a senior, senior primary or, a, or um, a high school student, you know, seven or eight, year seven or eight, um, they could be writing and expressing about what that monster does to them. And this kind of uh, using it as a platform for discussion of, you know, what does your monster look like? Because we all have monsters, even as adults, we have fears. And to be able to freely discuss that with a young person lets the young person know that it's okay to have fears and that everybody's fears are unique and that they can be talked about and that they have that support that they need. Right, right, Kylie. Now, uh, also take this opportunity to tell us about your book. What's the name of the book? How can uh, parents or anybody else who is interested in that book, they can buy that book from where they can buy it? And what exactly will they get from the book? Okay, so the book is called Little People, Big Emotions. I literally can show yeah, please. you. Copy of the book. Okay, show it. I will show it on a bigger window. Yes, this is this here is, is the book. Just, Little just paper, big emotions. Show it on a bigger window, and that is here. Yes, yes, this is better. 
So Little People, Big Emotions. Um, the illustrator is Tina Morton, um, and she did just such a, a fantastic job with illustrating the story. There's the, the monster that I was just talking about. Right. Um, and the monster particularly was a really interesting um, journey to, to go through with the illustrator and, and find out um, exactly how our two perspectives were obviously unique, different, coming from a different place. Um, the monster that I wrote about when I wrote the story was um, a real dark um, a, a monster that came from child abuse and trauma, that kind of real monster, whereas where Tina, when she first drew the monster, um, it was a friendly monster. It, it wasn't a monster. It was more like the, the paper tiger monster that a child feels where, you know, they're, they're their fears are valid, their fears are important, but it is something that an adult can assuage. Whereas my monster was more along the word, the lines of if there is something dark and, and very disturbing happening, you can reach out to this adult, you can reach out to this big person and they will help you sort through those problems. So there's definitely a, a serious undertone that can be um, worked through with this um this book and that's why in the study guide too I've got all of these various activities that um, parents and caregivers can work through to really open up that connection and make sure that the young person knows that they're safe they're important they will be heard um, and they don't have to deal with emotions and problems and issues on their own um, so this book is available from my website uh, kyliemort.com.au and, and there's also, there's, there's a lot of um, free information there, magazine articles I've written, different other books that I've, that I've written with, uh, lots and lots of um, resources there. And of course, that anyone um, would like to contact me, um, they can certainly contact me directly on my email, kyliemort22 at gmail.com, because I'm more than happy to um, explain more about any of the resources or tools that I, that I have, or, or just help people through whatever it is they want to talk about wonderful wonderful kylie thank you very much for helping us understand this now one challenge in uh, today's time that parents face is that uh, their children are so busy with their phones smartphones and i don't know if children can actually become smart by using smartphones or by books you are a teacher how would you help parents to take their children a bit away from their phones and read actual books and become smarter for life. How do they do that? Two very important points there, AJ, is one, I've just developed a free smartphone app to help people write essays. So I'm certainly one of those educators that feels that we should embrace the technology available um, and definitely with that smartphone app I have developed it so that the entire essay pro process is a question and answer and I as the teacher as the literature teacher in the back end have already written the essay and all I've got to do is talk through step by step each sentence of the essay if they respond either in writing or with talk to text because Siri can do that nowadays um, then they actually have a fully written essay by the end of it. So, so that's one angle I want to go with. Um, the other angle that is really important is with my private clients that I coach, um, 
I always, like after every coaching session, I send a report home. I send the report home. It's got challenges. It's got weaknesses. It's got goals for the next week. And over and over again, I say to the parents, read the books with your children. You know, every child in Australia, anyway, I'm not, I'm not quite sure of everybody's education system, but in Australia, every child from year seven to year 12 has set texts that they need to study at school. So if you want to empower your children to really dig deep and get involved in the themes and get involved in the narrative and be able to explore the complexity of what that author was trying to do, you need to read it with them. You need to be engaged with them. You know, whether that's reading To Kill a Mockingbird with a year eight student or whether that's reading, you know, The Longest Memory with a year 12 who's about to write their final exams. As long as you're going through this journey with your child, then they're going to get so much more out of it because they have the experience and wisdom of a parent's perspective that whole way. And that is just priceless. Right, right, Kali. Now, again, another question as a teacher, as an educator, uh, that monsters for different people are different, especially for children. Uh, they have their own image about things that can that they fear, and monsters are one is one of them. Now, they these monsters can leave a lasting impact forever if we don't tell them what these actually are in terms of either a bully in school or a monster which is which is you can tackle it and make it still your friend. Uh, every everything is not bad. Like fear is not bad if you can tackle it and use it to your advantage. Why I'm asking this is that there are different sort of children, different families, and they pass through their own difficult times. Children can perceive a lot of things differently. And if not told in the right manner, then it can lead to a negative impact. And everybody is not as strong as you, Kylie, who can... Deal with the trauma of childhood, early, early life and still make their lives better and still want to make a difference to so many lives everywhere. A lot of things can go differently. So what would you tell here from your own experience? Because you are now preventing other children from experiencing the same trauma. How would you like to put it? Any negative sort of a understanding of things early childhood or any sort of a incident that somebody may perceive it to be something very difficult to forget. How does it work from there so that they become a happy child, a child who is thinking positively about it? Yeah, that's that's a, a great point, AJ, because I think that what's most important with the way that I've reflected on the issues um, and looked at my own journey to, to help with the way that I, I wrote this book is the fact that a child, I, I literally wrote this down this morning for, for another interview, a child will always internalise shame, pain, um, trauma, they'll internalize it until somebody can tell them that it's okay and it's not their fault. And I think that what was so critical with what happened in my childhood and my trauma is that I never had that 
safe adult, I never felt like I could actually share the trauma with someone else. So I internalized it. And, you know, I'm grateful for the challenges in the way that it made me such a a determined, courageous young person that could just stare adversity in the face. And, and, you know, it gave me strength. But as you say, it it doesn't give everyone strength because, you know, there's also the flip side that it gave me, you know, shame and and self-doubt and suicidal tendencies and isolation. And there's all those other things that a child will always internalise until they have that support person to talk it out with. And I think that the main thing that I'm trying to achieve with this book here is to get this in the hands of as many families as possible, as many little people as possible to, to read this book, to work with the study guide and to understand that they have a safe person to talk to, that it's things that happen to you, they don't dictate who you are and that, that if they can find that safe person to, be, to talk to, that an adult experience, an adult perspective, as you say, will always give them that wiser, more experiential perspective. Um, and the thing that we need to understand as parents um, is that the parents is always the most dominant influence on a child, always, because they're the one that's in their face every day. So whether that's a good or a bad influence, the parent is always the most dominant. And we need that parent to always be reminding that young person that they're special, they're important, they're unique, um, and that they're loved. And to to have those open communication channels. So if something does happen in that child's life, if they are grappling with emotions that are that are uncomfortable, that they can't handle on their own, they will reach out to someone and say, look, I'm, I just can't do this on my own. Right, right. Children should have that freedom and the and, and, and should be given that resource that they can reach out to people that they can trust, especially their parents, without feeling that somebody is interfering in their lives or the way they are growing up. It is like what I earlier on uh, read a long, long time back ago is to be a non-participatory observer and participate only when it is required for your children. Now, you have spoken a Great things about all these topics, uh, Kylie, and I'm sure a lot of people would be able to benefit from this. But a lot of people who want to connect with you, uh, what sort of people can connect with you? As you said, you have private coaching and all that stuff who can benefit from you. And how do they quickly do that apart from the site? Is it LinkedIn the best manner or is there any other way the best that they can approach and get the maximum out of your expertise? I, I must say I'm, I'm not terribly good with LinkedIn, um, but I do I do monitor Facebook and Instagram okay. regularly. Um, the best way to get in touch with me would certainly be um, my email, kyliemort22 at gmail.com, because um, I'm one of these people who hate a full inbox, so everything gets prioritised on the email. Um, but definitely if, if it's support with writing that you want, um, anyone who um, downloads the app and, and writes on the app, my feedback is available for anything that you complete on that app. Um, so definitely if you'd like help with schoolwork, um, the app, how to write with Kylie Moore. It's available at um, the Apple Store and on 
Android as well. Um, so, and obviously there's a link through the website for that too. Um, so yeah, getting on the app, um, on email, Facebook at kyliemort.fb or Facebook, um, and on Instagram, kyliemort22. I think those are the best ways. And and I'm, I'm pretty good at, at keeping in touch with whoever gets in touch with me because I'm always looking to to best support people and can point them in the direction of other, you know, resources. If it's not resources from my own website, um, obviously being in this industry for so long, I know a lot of other people with some great resources as well. So I can certainly um, do my best to, to point someone in the right direction. Wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Kylie, for all the insights and inputs. It's a pleasure to have you on the show. Great talking to you, AJ. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.